You're listening to Swinging Down Under, a podcast about the swinging, non-monogamous lifestyle. From two crazy Australians with over four years of lifestyle antics to keep you entertained, informed, angry, happy and horny. Join our international swinging adventures. G'day guys and welcome back to another episode of Swinging Down Under. This is episode 115. We recorded this live with our Patreon members and what we did here was play a game of Lifestyle, the Icebreaker Edition. So these are lifestyle-related card decks that you can use to help transition to play with other couples or groups of people or alternatively even just actually use with your partners. We just wanted to take a moment to thank the team at the Game of Lifestyle for sending us these pack of cards and for allowing us to do a giveaway on the podcast. We actually gave away two full sets of the full three decks and they were shipped out internationally. We gave two lucky winners those and we're so stoked that the Game of Lifestyle helped us to, I guess, bring some joy during this stupid COVID time and uh, and give away something on the, on the podcast. So that was amazing. Thank you so much to everybody who entered that. Just to mention, we are not sponsored by the Game of Lifestyle. This is not a sponsored episode. They did not pay us any money. We received no money and we are also not an affiliate of the Game of Lifestyle. We did this for a little bit of a fun time with our Patreon members and to support a lifestyle brand and also to do those giveaways for people during COVID. So I just wanted to mention that we do not have a code. However, if you do want to go onto the Game of Lifestyle website and you're interested in buying these card decks, I'll put a link down in the show notes today. And if you use our friends, the Bedhoppers podcast code, which is BH10, BH10, you'll get a discount and that's a Bedhoppers podcast code. So feel free to use that if you guys are interested in buying these card decks. We'd really recommend them. We had a lot of fun playing the game. So during today's podcast, we go through and we answer some of the questions of the icebreaker card decks. And at the end of this, we're going to close it out with actually a story. It's an erotica story from Daryl. And it's actually one of the cards that he got asked about, a sexy fantasy. And let me tell you, it involves cum and involves an alley and classy alley wipes. So definitely hang in there to check out the end of this podcast. Now, if you're into reading, I did just also post up a blog this morning. um, And it's about me selling my panties, my used panties on the internet. So if you want to head over to swingingdownunders.com, you can find all of our podcasts there and of course the latest blog as well as subscribe to our newsletter so if you're interested in reading about me selling my used panties online and kind of continuing to explore my sexuality that virtual hot wifing that I spoke about recently please head over to our website go check that out we would love some feedback on that and uh, and also have a read of some of the guest blogs that we have up on our website as well we're always interested in getting some people so if you're out there and you want to share your story please send it through to us we definitely want to put content out there from a variety of sources so we would love to hear from you but without taking up any more of your time Let's get into the episode today, as I mentioned, recorded live, so you can hear us kind of going backwards and forwards talking about the chat. And we had a lot of fun, and we're probably going to play this game again, actually. So I hope you guys enjoy it. We'll be back soon. Thank you. Good morning. Hello, Honey Spoon. Thanks for joining, guys. We are going to be playing a live version of the game of Lifestyle, and I don't know what their actual theme song is, but I'm just going to make stuff up as I go along. They don't have one. They don't have one? No, it's a card game. They should still have a theme song. Everybody should have a theme song. Like the Postman. Not even Uno has a theme song for a, for their card game. The Postman should have what's a theme the, song. What's the theme song for Uno's part, card game? Uno, Uno. Yeah, I see. Can, there is a one. can't get some matches. Uno, Uno. Don't call it until you've got one left. You know what I mean? I know I wish to shoot myself. Because that's the, that's, the, that's the rule. And hello, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on the live this morning. We're going to be actually playing the icebreaker edition of the game of lifestyle and the reason that is is because the hot version the hot and heavy version and the extra hot version aren't going to translate and i'll tell you why this one is because they're all about fucking yeah they're all about fucking so this one is the hot and heavy so essentially suck the index finger of this person well that wouldn't really work on the podcast i'm daryl do you want me to suck your finger no okay 
if you're a girl, rub two guys' penises at the same time. I've only got one. I've only got one penis in the room. That's not going to work for me. Uh, pick someone who is not your partner and make out with them. Well, look, there's Penny in the room, and I don't think that she's going to really enjoy that. So that's why we're not playing the hot and heavy version or the extra hot version. Just doesn't translate well, right? At all. Well, I think it's just weird that you brought Penny into this. <laughs> I know it is, right? All right, guys, uh, let's get started. Let's play the game of lifestyle. So remember, you can text us in the chat or you can come and join us if you want to actually jump on the live with us. Just let us know what you want us to call you and uh, let's get cracking. Let's get cracking lacking. You ready? Yes, I am ready. Here's my first card. Do you like to be spanked? Are you into dominance, submission, play, or any sort of that kind of sex? Uh, Yes. Yes and yes, I do, but only occasionally. I think one of the things with this kind of play is that sometimes people think that it needs to be in every single sexual interaction. That's People sometimes have that idea about all play sessions. That's very true, yeah. And so sometimes, like, if people ask me this question or if we're out on a date with a couple – I might mention certain things. Like, for example, even with the single guy, you know, he was asking, what do we like? And I said, well, here's the range of things that I really like. And I did need to point out to him that, hey, yes, I do have a spreader bar, but it's not like we're using it every Tuesday night or every Thursday night or whatever. Like, it is a it is a random thing where I'm like, okay, let's get the spreader bar out for some play because that's specifically what I'm after. We are. So do you like to be spanked? Guys, put it in the chat. Let's have a go. Daryl, it's your turn. Get a card. What's happening? What would you do if you found your partner naked and tied up on your bed? One, I'd go and find my baseball bat because some fucker <laughs> has broken into my house. <laughs> They've naked, naked my wife, neutered her, neuterated her, and tied it of the bed. I'd find out who it was and I'd probably beat them with the baseball bat. <laughs> Way to go dark. Well, I mean, you just don't know, right? That's hilarious. What else would I do? I, I mean, if, if she was in need of her own choice and tied to the bed of her own choice, I'd... Probably uh, take a vibrator, put it on a clitoris and hold it there until she comes and then leave it there after she comes and and force a second orgasm just to see what would happen. Then I'd get a baseball bat. Honeyspoon said yes, please, to the the, uh, spanking. So there you go. Uh, Let me see. Sassy Molassi had a fun experience with a professional flogger on the TTR cruise. Very fun. I was surprised. Yeah. Actually, we have come across, you know, in our in, in our lifestyle journey, we've come across a few people that were actually quite uh, good at it, quite professional at it as well. And, yeah, it's really, really good. How about the word apt rather than professional? Yeah, None apt. of them were paid. None of them were paid. No, correct. Yeah, very true. Yeah, apt, apt at it. Yeah, qualified, not really qualified, just good at it. Just I guess. awesome. Just good. awesome at it. Great. All right, so my next question. Have you ever had sex with your partner while staying over at someone's house? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah, and that's not even anything to do with people in the lifestyle. Yeah, I was going to say, but I do find it particularly um, odd when you have sex at, like, the other person's parents' you get, house. You get scared. Yeah. I don't – it's weird. Like, I don't know. I just feel like your parents are, like, skulking around the house. Plus, the house is, like, the floorboards, like, make noise and, I don't know, Just it just kind of – It creep. feels like people are sitting outside the door, knelt down, listening at the door – Wondering what's going on, which isn't what's happening at all. We're getting resounding yeses on the uh, the live yeah, chat I mean, this morning. Jesus, uh, I, I don't think we, we've had sex at other people's places just because you like fresh sheets. That's true. Holy hell, yeah. I do like it when we go down to our friend's place in Australia because, like, the room is always made beautifully, the sheets smell good. Oh, like it's they, better than our own fucking it's, house. It's, That's why. It's better than our own house, really. Like, come on. Um, at the parents' house, we call it quiet sex. Yes, honey spoon, that's definitely true. Just like, don't make any noise. I generally call uh, sex at my parents' house for Kate is non-orgasmic sex because she generally doesn't. That's true. Due to fear. Due to fear that somebody might be able to sense her impending <laughs> orgasm. 
For, because they knelt down beside the door, wondering about what she's doing in there. Would you rather give or receive oral sex? I would rather give oral sex. I, I, I say again, blowjobs are interesting, but they're certainly not the end game. There's nothing terribly exciting about them generally. Yeah, I'm sure there's a whole lot of people out there that hate to hear that. But Why? So you would rather give oral sex men. than receive it. Do you think, though, that's to do with the fact that you want to pleasure the other lady? You know, Or is it just that you really like doing it? Like what, what's the actual... No, it's because I get more pleasure out of that than I do out of receiving all right, keep keep your panties on. I, I don't have any panties on, <laughs> so that's going to be tough. Yeah, giving or receiving oral. All right, fair enough. Both. Sassy Malassi likes both, likes giving and receiving. At the same time, I'm going to throw in there just for her. I, I mean, think we all like giving and receiving. I was going to say, I, that may not be the case for her, but I'm actually just, or maybe him actually answering, but I'm just going to say that I, at the same time, I would like to throw that card down and be like, well, hey, greedy, I'm going to do it at the same time. Thank you very much. Okay, other than your private parts, name an area on your body that's really sensitive. I mean, the erogenous zones, right? Neck. Neck, for sure. That's like a really – neck and ear area is super, super sensitive on me. And, in fact, like sometimes if you roll over on bed and, like, breathe on my neck or, like, give me a bit of a neck kiss, like, nah, shakes all down my body. G'day, Shane and Aaron. Welcome. So there's a whole lot of places that I think you're missing there. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, it's my body, dude, right? So – well, how about every time I touch anything that resembles a ticklish spot, you lose your fucking mind? Yeah, but this is... It says sensitive. It didn't say sexually sensitive. That's very true. You got me on a technicality. Yeah, so, I mean, that pretty much explains everywhere on your body. That's true. Super, super, super sensitive. No gremlins today, guys. So, yeah, the audio is working fantastic, uh, even though you guys are both online, which, you know, made me a little bit nervous that we were going to go round two on the gremlins. But, you know, good news. We kicked the bad ones out of the house. We haven't fed or watered any after midnight. And uh, here we are. Here we are. Welcome back. Wow, that is an old school reference. Gremlins, like, dude... Dude, but that that, that gremlin, it's, I mean, it's old school, babe. I can't. I was going to try and do the sound. Oh, my God. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> no, no, no. I wish to not to. No, okay, that's enough now. <laughs> Would you enjoy watching your partner masturbate? How about if he or she didn't know you were watching? Okay, so enjoy watching my partner masturbate. Yes, in fact, we have masturbation races regularly, to which I always win even when I give a 30-second to one-minute head start because, you know, penis. How about if they didn't know I was watching? I've never never done that, actually. I've never – I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. It might be interesting to find out, but I don't think – I think I think Kate masturbates less when I'm not around, so it'd be tough. You watched me masturbate live on air on Chatterbait once, more than, more than once. Yeah, but I'm talking about if I was what not watching, if you didn't know I was watching. Yeah, okay. So like if I was in, in the room masturbating and then you came upstairs and like creaked the door open a little bit and I was mid-session. Well, yeah, I mean that's, what it, that's quite literally the definition of how or if he or she didn't know you were watching. Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know whether I'd be into that or not, but I'd be, worth, I'd, I'd be interested in giving it a shot. But it's not really something that you can set up. No, I'm going to be masturbating between 1 to 2 p.m. <laughs> yeah, you just need to sneak into our, in, into our room around then. Okay, Simpsons reference coming up. Oh, God. I'm going to be doing this. And if you happen to get in the way, it's your own fault. That does not translate at all. It, well, it kind of does. No, it really doesn't. 
So this is interesting. Honey Spoon said it's it's the ultimate fantasy. It's her ultimate fantasy. Being watched. Yes. Really? And, no, to watch, she said. Oh, so to watch. To okay. watch. To watch. It's really interesting. I actually quite enjoy watching Daryl masturbate as well. So Honey Spoon, like high five on that one. I, I enjoy it. I like it. And what we got here. So Shane and Aaron. Aaron enjoys watching me jerk off to porn when I'm ignoring that she's there. There you go. Yeah. Enjoying somebody just actually having a good time. I like it. Perverts. Love it. Have you ever had sex in a pool or a hot tub? No. Yes. No, I have not. Isn't that interesting? A lot of people assume that if you're in the lifestyle, like there's so many hot tubs and pools and stuff involved, right? But in my mind, I'm like, eh, like water doesn't really do things. And like if... Actually, it's more about just you getting some sort of, you know, infection. And I would also like to point out the fact that I've never owned a pool nor a hot tub, nor have any of my friends owned a pool or a hot tub. And so therefore, only times that I've ever been, ever been able to access this is either at a hotel public or, sp- or a public pool public pool, or at like a desire resort where you can't do that. You're not allowed to. So technically, I really haven't had a lot of opportunity to do it. You've had somebody go down on you whilst you're on the edge of a pool or yeah. a hot tub. Yeah. But would, I ha- would it be different if I'd actually owned one or a friend of owned one or, you know, we had a lifestyle friend who had one? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I've never had a pool or hot tub either. Yeah. You know, I've had sex in a pool. It was a public pool. Erin enjoys being pushed up against the jet. I mean, who doesn't? We actually were talking about this recently in the girls group that I'm a part of using like the shower head and using like the jets and stuff like that. Years and years ago in Singapore, we actually visited a, a couple here and he wasn't doing a very job, good job of kind of interacting with me. So I actually did that in the hot tubby thing whilst... They were there and she was interacting with you. I just kind of got myself off on a jet. Technically then, have I had sex in a pool? Well, it depends on what you define one's sex definition as. of sex, doesn't it? Masturbation, sex, I mean, come on. Yeah, Too interesting, far. interesting. Too far. Hmm. Ponder, ponder, ponder. I'm over pondering it, so I'm going to use my card now. Okay, do it. Have you ever had sex with someone more than seven years older or younger than yourself? That's a yes to both. Well, you're married to one, so, yeah, you know. Yeah, I know, but you know, they, they, we're married now, so you know, we don't have sex anymore. So talk talk age ranges, though, in terms of like I see I saw a question yesterday actually in one of the forums asking like, what's your now age bracket of like lowest age and, and oldest age? And this is something that comes up quite a lot. Like, do you actually have one? Notwithstanding, obviously, the legal age, but do you actually have one? Uh, older, older or younger? N- not really. No, I don't think so. Yeah. So the the it'd be more cautionary for more for me younger that would be that would be the biggest one uh, for two reasons one I, I would always be a little concerned about the the capability mentally for somebody to deal with what they're doing and typically and this is a very big typically people who are younger may not have the same capability to deal with it older no real issue I don't really mind as long as people are you know, taking care of themselves. And that's not just for me, that's for themselves as well. Oh, the other reason for younger is because I know that women younger than you, if we were in, if we were having sex with them, that that would worry you a little. No, I don't think it's the age thing in terms of sexual interaction um, for me. It's just been in the past where we've gone on dates where the other couple is, and she's younger than me, sometimes doesn't have a lot in common with me. And I don't mean things like pop culture references. I mean things like she's either still living at home or she's only just moved out or whatever, and I'm like, dude, get amongst it. I think you're also a little worried that they might be hotter than you just because they're younger than you. Every year you have a birthday, you tend to, f- to flip out. I do, I do, I do. Let's see what the answers are on this question. So we've got Shane and Aaron. They've said, we have played but no sex with a plus seven years, but yes for sex with a minus seven years. 
That's interesting. And Honeyspoon said we have a plus or minus of 10-year kind of boundary that they have. And the reason I'm saying boundary, not a rule, is because they've broken it. <laughs> so they go on to say that they, they broke their own uh, – broke their, their rule, I guess. I'm calling it a boundary instead. Plus, plus 10, minus 10. Oof, uh, every six months I'd have to rule Kate out. That's true. <laughs> I'm okay with that though. If if I can find a if I can find a respectable uh, replacement for that period, then I'm okay with that. Yeah. What do you think? You'd be okay with that as well. Uh, well, what do I get out of the equation here? Do I get something can, as well? I mean, Jesus, it's not like your husband tries to set up fucking guys to shag you or anything, is it? Yeah, I do better, babe. All right, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> what clothing worn by the opposite sex do you think is sexy, and is there a look that you find well, hot? I can answer this for you. What clothes? Okay, so hold on. Most people would know, because I say it all the time, that I enjoy like well-dressed guys, Like, and I've always said suits, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something different this time just for a variety's sake. I really like a guy who's also pretty fashionable, so like if I see somebody out who's um, wearing, well, for starters, I'm going to go bottom up, nice shoes, like that's the first thing I look at. I'm not even joking. I will check out a guy's shoes, and I'm, I've been known to say like nice kicks to people all the time, and Daryl's like, seriously, you're not a teenager. Can you calm down? I, I enjoy that. I enjoy a really well-put-together, fashionable guy. I like it it's hot and you know i'm going to be quite cliche here and i'm going to say like a nice simple white shirt and some like denim shorts and a pair of denim shorts oh like a pair of chinos as well that works nice are we talking about pants or shorts like shorts like denim shorts yeah and then like like chino shorts and then like a nice chino shorts and then like a nice pair of kicks okay i think that's quite hot I don't know why. So it's either like I, I really like suits or fashionable or just that some sort of simplistic. So you need to see people's ankles for them to be fashionable. Is that fair? <laughs> no. Although that would work really well in the ye oldie time. Ooh, ankles. <laughs> Men's ankles weren't out of bounds. I know. Oh, you know, didn't appear you did. Well, they kind of were. I mean, given the height of the socks back then, but, you know. Nicely dressed and smells good. Oh, yeah, that's that's key there. So Sassy Molassi, I couldn't agree with you more there. Smelling is definitely one of the things, actually, that really I'll notice. I'll notice somebody who smells good, definitely. And smells good, I don't mean, like, it has to be a balance, right? It can't just be, like, overdone. That girl that walked past us the other day and both of us were like, holy shit, that made me, like, taste it in my mouth. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, Aaron couldn't taste it in your ear? Nah. Just in your mouth? <laughs> just in my mouth hole. Aaron says, nice jeans and a well-fit T-shirt. Yep, love it, absolutely. Uh, Mr. likes stockings and garters. Mrs. Mrs. enjoys jeans and a nice shirt and a great, and great fucking socks. Yes, I agree. And no shirt cocking ever, also by Honey Spoon. Couldn't agree more there. Thank you very much. That's another, that's another vote for no shirt cocking. Don't want to hang, around, hang out around my house then. You don't shirt cock. I do occasionally on purpose. And then I get so flipping mad at you. I do it on purpose just to rile Kate. Do you, do you actually? Yeah, absolutely. Why else would I do it? You're an evil, evil man. I've never shirt cocked prior to, prior to you telling me how much you hated it. Oh, I don't, like, do you just live to just annoy? Is that, like, do you just get up in the morning and you're like, oh. No, but the only way I can keep you interested in me is to occasionally throw a little annoyance in there. And then when I'm not annoying, you're like, wow, you're such an amazing husband. Okay, so you meet a nice couple of swingers event, but unlike your partner, you don't find them attractive. Would you tell your partner and say, and say anything or take one to the team? What do you say? I know that you wouldn't take one for the team just generally. I mean, we've discussed the whole like taking one for the team. We've debated that. I, I, yeah, I, look, I think that the take one for the team for me is a bit of a stretch anyway because – I think the vast majority of ladies out there that I've seen uh, uh, and, and, well, seen and met, you know, people that I actually enjoy the company of, 
I, I don't think I've met anyone that really falls a long way outside of my, you know, falls into the taking on for the team scenario. I'm not saying that I'll shag anyone, but I'm saying that uh, most ladies put in some effort to look nice mm-hmm. and they also will sit down and have a conversation with you and be human rather than just being, you know, all about fucking. I'm also going to going to throw something in there. I think what you enjoy is the fact that they're in the lifestyle to begin with because I think that for you gives an element of the fact that they know what they want, they're pretty confident, you know, and they're willing to go after something new in life and I think you find that attractive, you know, just that willingness to be themselves, you know. Yeah, that's certainly part of it. All right. What turns you off? I want everybody on the on the live to answer this as well for me. What turns you off? I so many things, guys. Like this is and it changes. It changes by the weather. No way. A woman who changes things, you know, during What I will say though is is rudeness and arrogance. Um, those are two things that really, really will easily turn me off. And arrogance is a tough one because there's a there's difficulty sometimes measuring a confidence or an arrogance. And I think that the rudeness factor is if we go out on, on a date and anyone's rude to the waiter or is rude to somebody else, I, I just it, it's an instant no for me. Like there is no coming back from that shit. I can deal with most other things, but that those two things, arrogance and rudeness, no, nah, you're out. You're out instantly and there's no coming back. No coming back. Yep. I uh, would say the same thing. I, I, I truly believe that the way somebody treats their, their, ser- their server and that could be the waiter, it could be – you know, whatever, somebody who's providing them something in the service industry, their mochaccino maker, for example. No matter no matter who you are, if you treat them poorly, it's generally a pretty good representation of the fact that you have a either overly high belief in yourself, you know, that, that again leads to that arrogance, or you're just a dick and <laughs> I don't hang out with dicks. Shane and Aaron said anything that feels fake. That's interesting. Yeah, I guess if you get people that are coming along and mm, trying to overdo it, that could definitely be a turn off. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you've we've experienced that and we've spoken about that. Interesting, interesting. We don't like people that say no pressure and then there's a ton of pressure and low confidence and dominance. Yeah, Honey Spoon couldn't agree with that more. You know, no pressure, but then they get there and there's there is some expectations and some pressure. I agree. I've actually we've been in that scenario before as well and. Sometimes now we actually specifically try to mention like what is the expectations even we're actually catching up with a couple this Saturday actually and when we were chatting to them over uh, text I said you know like hey what do you guys want to do in terms of I didn't want them to go into specific details but like just hey do you guys want to go out for drinks or do you want to come over and just chill like and or do you want to come over or do you want to come over and fuck and just by saying that you know on the WhatsApp like hey cool yep absolutely free Saturday like what are you guys what are you guys up for what do you want to do and them responding with, oh, we'll definitely be coming over to your place for cheese, like that to me is like, okay, cool, everybody kind of knows like what's up rather than if I'd have said, you know, like no pressure and then invited them over, it might be a bit weird, no? There can be no pressure at our house. I know that, I know that. <laughs> it's not like if you come to our house, you're expected to put out. You know, that's not, that's not a thing. One of our local clubs has a MILF contest and one of the contestants came up and was floating hard, but it felt like she was only talking to us to get our vote. That's Shane and Aaron putting back to the it feels fake comment. It's not like politicians, I mean people, to do anything like that. (laughs) Do you enjoy sex in either the bath or the shower? I enjoy sex in the shower. I like it. Daryl, not so much. No. He's not a super fan of it. I I quite enjoy it, actually. That's because it's nearly impossible for a guy to find a decent 
a decent position slash angle that doesn't mean that his quads get blasted or he's, you know, there's a chance that she'll fall over and break his cock off. Don't skip leg day, dude. That's all I'm saying. What I'm telling you is that it is possible for somebody to slip over and break your cock off. What happens if... I've actually had that happen. Not off, but I fucking thought I was, it was instant soft on. I, I was actually concerned that I was going to not be able to get hard again. It was really, really disconcerting. What if one of... You know, it's one of those showers like what we had the other day at the hotel where it had the little area in the corner that had... I don't know. What, are the, what is the purpose of those little like... It's for shaving your legs. Okay. And what if I had a little shavy leg bit where you can put your leg up or... No. You know, st- no? Still no good. Still no good. Yeah. Interesting. All right. So Honeyspoon is saying it's too slippery and dangerous and Mr. is (laughs) risk-averse. Too risk-averse to get laid? What do you just drag them out of the shower, take them back to somewhere else? Yeah, maybe. I I like it, guys. I I like shower sex. We've already established how much of a fucking weirdo you are. I'm pro shower sex. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to get it on shirt, like pro shower sex. Do more. More of that, please. Shower foreplay is good. There you go. I'm always concerned about drowning. (laughs) It, It just... So just no on all points then for you? No, it's it's not a no. It's just it's not. So if you go down on, uh, some, on a woman in a shower. Okay, I've done that. It doesn't really work. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just because all of the body parts all sort of funnel the water <laughs> to where your face hole is and you end up down there going, you, you feel like a, a dog licking at a bowl of water. Yeah. I, I was actually going down on uh, on a friend in the shower and I, I can I can confirm that, that it – I was going down on her whilst it was running down her body and it seems sexy, but then I'm like, it's not. you know, and so, yeah, I get it there. I get it there. I get it there. Fine. Fine. Everybody calm down. I'm still pro, I'm still pro sex in the shower. You can't change my mind. Okay. Have you and your partner been to a strip tub club together? If not, would you, would you like to see your partner get a lap dance? Kate's been to more strip clubs than I have. I'm pretty sure. I don't find strip clubs terribly interesting. So yes, we have been to a strip club together, but I've never found them exciting. The idea of being able to watch, but not being able to, to get involved is not my idea of fun. When it comes to somebody else, if it's Kate, she's being involved you know, involved with somebody or is up on the pole, then that makes it exciting to me. But if it's somebody I don't know, it's not interesting. I think that's partly to do with the can't touch scenario or can't get involved and partly to do with the fact that I don't know them. You know, they may, they're may they just a body up on a pole at that point and I have a little bit of a deeper connection with the people that I like to have sex with, I think is the, the point of it for me. And would you like to see your partner get a lap dance? Eh, meh, it doesn't really, again, doesn't really do it for me. Do you do you think that this, that the whole idea of strip clubs sometimes is a lot of pre-lifestyle stuff and then once you get in the lifestyle, people are like, eh, you know, I'd rather just go to a swingers club or something like that. Like, what, what? I don't know how strip clubs even exist anymore. Okay. Especially, especially right now during COVID. But prior to that, I, I don't... Yeah, I'm not really sure how, how they exist. It's, there's so many other ways now to, to enjoy yourself in that way. And uh, the other thing that really does my head in is, you know, the idea that people are still sticking $1 bills down somebody's pants. I think that's, that's dirty money too close to vagina for me. <laughs> Especially in America where it's that, you know, the, the, paper, the money that looks dirty all the time. Well, uh, somebody once asked me, somebody from the US, now this is, this is an interesting question. Somebody once said to me, well, you know, in Australia it's $1 coins. What do you put down the... the, the More money, the, you yeah, cheap you put, bastards. Exactly, you put $5 notes, you tight bastards. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you don't just throw coins at them. What you, <laughs> fuck. 
our shit. So yeah, so our our strippers are paid a little better. I don't really think that's a big problem. Our money's also plastic, so I feel like it's slightly more hygienic that way. No, it's not at all, isn't it? No, none of it's hygienic. Don't Jesus. tell me that. Just I'll just live in my la la land. You might as well just take their underwear and flush it down, to put it, wipe it around the inside of a toilet bowl, and put it back on them. Right. Excellent. That sounds fucking delightful. terrifying. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the I'm gonna go to the chat now and ask people what they what they thought about this. So let's have a look here. So we have uh, Shane and Erin. Yes, they've been to strip clubs. Honeyspoon, no, but I like watching my husband fuck other women. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, it does. Also, are there tickets for that show? Because you know we're we're buying some. Sassy Melissa, yes, in Vegas. No, I'm not buying them. I'm hoping that they'll be donated. No, like uh, drinks at least. No, no, no. I'm sticking five dollar notes down strippers' pants. I don't have the money for all of this. <laughs> uh, Sassy Melissa, yes, in Vegas pre lifestyle. That's kind of going back to what I said before. You know, do you think this is maybe like pre lifestyle? Something that warms up the yeah, warms up the bits for the lifestyle. You think we prefer watching ladies at the clubs on strippers' poles? Yes, um, more more enthusiasm from them than the professionals. That can also, sometimes be. Yeah. Also, I think that that again. You can actually then talk to them afterward, which is the bit that I'm missing. You know, I like that excitement or the being able to chat to them and then potentially being able to, you know, play with them. That that would be a very different scenario for me. And actually, Sassy just confirmed that that the lifestyle, uh, the club they went to in Vegas, pre lifestyle. They said they've never been back to a strip club yep. since they've been in a lifestyle. So there you go. That's that's really super interesting. Mm. L- toonies and loonies in Canada. That shit's heavy. What's a toonie and what's a loony? Because I know what Looney Tunes are, but I uh, don't know what Toonies and Loonies are. I don't know. Maybe somebody's sticking a rocket on the, on a fox's feet. <laughs> Coyote's feet, sorry. Oh, shit. TNT. All right, let's see. My next card. Have you ever had anal sex? And if not, would you? Yes. Yes, I have had anal sex. Funny story. Even had anal sex with somebody other than me. I actually had a, a dream the other night. I don't know if a dream is a nightmare. I don't really know. That you, I think I was masturbating, and you just came and you just stuck your cock in my ass. Just snuck up. Just, just snuck up and backdoored you. Just straight in there. And I actually said to you, like, I remember, like, dude, that hurt. So don't do that. I just thought it was really interesting. I forgot about that dream just until just now. Dream, dream or nightmare. So, I mean, maybe next time in your dream I should use a little spittle or something. Oh, maybe just warm it up a little bit. Come maybe on. Maybe not spittle. Yeah. Maybe not spittle. Not spittle. spittle. It's not a lube, dude. Spit is not a lube. Where do you or where does your partner like to finish? On or inside you? If on, where? So I think the... This is a good question. I don't have a good solid answer to this in terms of where Kate would be. In terms of me, I probably prefer or statistical analysis would say that I spend more time coming inside you than on you. There is occasions where I feel that, that I would like to come on you and there's occasion, and, and there's no particular location where that is. Occasionally, I would like to come on your face. That's uh, I'm not allowed to do that though. That's a... I, you know, I was actually thinking about that the other night. I was actually thinking about that. I was sitting in bed going, I actually haven't had a facial and I think probably I need to try that. I, I've asked, I asked you the last time we had sex and I got a solid no. Yeah, I was thinking I need to explore my horizons a little okay. bit and have, and have a facial, I think. Okay. Just so to do try. you want that from me or from somebody else? From you, I think, to start, you know. I think, yeah, it's, it's funny because sometimes, you know, you're going through this journey and you're like, oh, wait a second, I haven't tried that even at home. Yeah. And interestingly enough, I'm a little bit of ashamed that I haven't tried that. Why? It makes me feel like people would be judging me because maybe I'm a prude because I haven't had a facial. Isn't that oh, interesting? Jesus, <laughs> that is it. That's that's terrifying. I'm hey, I'm just I'm just being true, man. Just be careful. The, the the boundaries don't need to shift every time something happens. I know. 
I know, but yeah, so that's me. I Just as a side note, one of the things that I'd really like to see, and, and it's kind of either very difficult or impossible for us to ever organise, is I'd love to see somebody else come inside Kate without a condom. That would be something that's very exciting to me, but it's not something that I would ever push in any way for a few reasons. One, obviously, it's Kate's body, her decision. Not, nothing to do with me. The other one is there's a lot of risk associated with that and potential lifetime risk. So it's entirely up to her and she's aware of that one. I'm laughing at uh, the chat. We just got a scandalous exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark in capitals. Oh yeah, the Kate not having a facial. I don't know if it's the scandalous for it's me not having a facial. The, yeah, no, or that's the, what it is. Or the scandalous for you wanting another man to come inside me. No, I don't it's, know. The, it's, it's definitely Babe, I feel like it's the other man coming inside me. I've got I to gotta be honest with no, you. No, it's the facial. We have actually discussed this as well, having having this happened. But logistically, there are like a number of different things that you have to obviously plan. But secondly to that is the fact that it is something that, you know, when, you, when you're kind of starting to talk about your rules and boundaries, you talk about these things that are maybe, you know, significant to you and your partner only and things that maybe, you know, you want to keep. And for some people that is actually anal. Well, it was for you as well. And then I think that that's really interesting that I think that this would be the ultimate thing that most people that you would meet in a lifestyle would say that's reserved for my partner and that's it, you know, fluid bonding. So I think that's one of those things that quite commonly would be a no-go zone for a lot of people. It is part of your fantasy. So we are, you know, we'll see if we ever, ever get down the pathway of thinking about it or doing it. I don't know. Pick one. You're with another couple. Would you rather watch your partner have a threesome with the other couple or have your partner watch you? Well, this just makes me feel greedy, doesn't it? I I don't know. I think it depends on the mood I'm in. Because sometimes, you know, I I am in the mood of like being a bit of a director. Sometimes I like doing that, being a bit of a director in the bedroom. So if I was watching, if I was able to direct what was going on, that'd be all right. I'd enjoy that. But it depends on my mood. I think the vast majority of your time, you would prefer to be director. You don't like being centre of attention most of the time. Being centre of attention does, it, it, it is funny for me. Like when I was a unicorn with a couple of friends of ours and they were very much like wanting me to be the centre of attention, wanting to please me, which by the way is lovely, thank you. But I'm because I am a giver and I like to see other people receiving pleasure, sometimes it is quite difficult to get into that mindset of like, okay, I'm just receiving, I'm not... You know, I'm not giving. So I reckon in that threesome scenario, if I was in the room and I wasn't in the threesome, I, I, I want to be director. Can I get a hat? Can I get a little director hat? I think you can get a probably a microphone and maybe a, hmm, what else? No, that's it. Just a microphone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What would you, what would you prefer? I'd absolutely prefer to watch and just have you play. In fact, I've asked you for that more than once with single guys and to date you've always answered no. Just to watch. Yeah, yeah, I'd just like to watch and just to experience it. I mean, I haven't, I've never experienced that and I'd just like to try to see what, what or if it's, if it is something that I'm interested in. You've sat back and and watched other situations, but it's not been a specific like, I'm going to sit this one out, guys. But there's been moments where you've paused and just watched. Yeah, of course, absolutely. The very first time another man entered your vagina is probably one that rings true that I stopped and watched that because it's the first time and it's the only time I'm going to get to see the first time. So I did stop that, stop and watch for sure. Aaron would hate that, me being in a threesome, so therefore I would hate that, me being in a threesome. Yeah, yep. fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yep, I like watching her and being the director. Honeyspoon's getting getting all sassy here on the uh, on the chat, so Mrs. likes to watch but also wants to tie up Mr. for him to watch whilst being tied up. 
I actually asked you this the other day about the whole gangbang orgy situation uh, at, you know, seven in the morning when I was making coffee. And I asked you whether or not you'd enjoy being kind of like restrained. You didn't want the blindfold situation. No, no because I'm a, I'm a visual, visually driven individual. You know, forget a name, no problem at all, but we'll always remember a face. I mean, there's been people that we've run into 10 years later and I'm like, I know you. And Kate's like, you've never met this person. Like, no, I, I know them. And then we work back through and bang, I did know them. So, you know. I think that I, I do I do like the idea, though, of having some of that kind of that re- restraining thing happening. That seems quite fun, I think. And I wouldn't mind incorporating that into some of our play with some friends, actually. But I don't think they would – some of some of our friends would not be up for this at all. Yeah. So again, read the fucking room on whether or not this is going to work with the partic- particular people that you're actually uh, playing with. You know. Yeah, for sure. Hey Kate, read the fucking room. Prior to meeting your partner, have you ever had a threesome? I honestly don't remember if I have. So if I did, it was pretty shit. No is the short answer, though I believe. Oh, maybe. Maybe if it was, it was very, very early on when I when I like with with the with the person I lost my virginity to, perhaps them and the other next door neighbour. Everybody on the chat saying that they no, they hadn't, they have not, haven't had a threesome prior to joining the lifestyle with their current partner. So there you go, there that's you go. a unanimous. When you orgasm, are you quiet or loud, and do you get turned on when your partner makes a lot of noise? Well, I I can be both. Bullshit. I, no, I can be. Bullshit. Yeah. I'm not like I'm not super loud in terms of like screaming the like club down. Except the dogs like quivers under our bed every time you come. Yeah, you're not loud at all. No, I'm not like I'm not like one of those like screaming banshees. No, no, but you're pretty loud. And do I do I like it when my my partner makes noises? Yes, I really do. Actually, that's, that's a big problem for you. I know. Yeah, it's um, I really enjoy actually hearing noises from the person that I'm playing with, male or female, doesn't matter. But that to me is an indication of like. You're enjoying it. You're doing something right, and I like it when that's never come up in our in our conversations. But I'm basically a silent orgasmer, and always have been. You're not really. It depends on you. With playing with friends, sometimes you're not. It depends. Yeah, but with 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 you, I'm very very rarely do I make any noise. I actually asked you. You don't remember? Like the other day, I was like, "Hey, I did actually mention this to you." Yeah. Very recently, like, hello, get some uh, get some vocalness going on. Uh, let me see. I'm just going to read some chats. So we've been more vocal since joining the lifestyle, but not at our parents' house. And boom, call back. Well done. Erin is loud, but she knows that I like it. So I make sure to make noise because Erin likes it. There you go. He's, so he's saying, I, I think I was pretty quiet to start. That's good. I like that. The fact that you guys know what each other likes and then you try to vocalize that, boom, literally. Why do you keep saying boom? I don't know. I'm all about it this morning. Mrs. is loud-ish but not a screamer and Mr. is quiet, so encouraging him to be a little bit louder. So similar to kind of what our relationship by the sound of it is, Sassy, I'm loud-ish but not a screamer and then, you know, you're pretty quiet. So interesting. It's better in the works. Kids kids are in the house. We just got mentioned in the chat here, so you've had to be quiet. I think that's that's – that's the case for a lot of people, right? They've had kids in the house, so they've had to be quiet over the years. So kind of changing that dynamic may be a little bit difficult, right? Or they're the people in the clubs actually screaming because they're finally able to let it out. You never know. Maybe they've been having sex quietly for 20 years and they finally get to have sex in public. Have you ever taken a nude photo or made a sex video? Um, <laughs> yes and yes. Um, yes, I have. And more most recently, like yesterday or the day before. So yes, I have. Have you have you made uh, taken a nude video or made a sex video, Daryl? Taken a nude photo or made a sex video? Well, I've 
never taken a nude photo, no. I've taken a masturbatory video, which I still have evidence of, and it's where I broke the masturbating egg, which fucking pissed me off so bad. Because you, you were at the end or I was about, about to come. come, and then the masturbatory egg broke on my cock. Oh, so fucking angry. Those things, they're, they're, over, they're over, over-promised, over-hyped masturbatory egg. <laughs> I actually really, really like them. I think they're quite good for transporting. They're quite small, but I mean, the, the yeah, they're fa- also they're fantastic right up until you use them. What's a masturbatory egg? Okay, so what he's talking about, if you're listening to this, is called a tenga egg, T E N G A, and it's a little um, silicon egg sleeve. shaped sleeve that um, literally comes in an, an, in the shape of an egg when you buy it in the plastic little egg, and uh, it's just a masturbation sleeve. So you're supposed to only use them a couple of times at best. Like you, that you actually buy them in packs of six and and twelve. You know, like, actually, I like the ones that actually. Come. Sorry, it's metric. It's packs of. Five and no six no, and it is ten. Six. It is six. Six and ten. You, you can, get tens. You can buy um, single ones, but I like the ones that come in packs of six because they actually come in an egg carton. Yeah, but the sort of the tens. Marketing brilliance. Yeah, you, you had me at up up by. Yeah, mar- uh, marketing marketing brilliance. Absolutely, they're just no good. If you can blow a hole out the side of a fucking masturbatory egg, then things aren't right. I got I got I got to tell you what Shane just said in the chat because it's equally it's equal parts of funny and fucking gross. Are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. Like a giant Cadbury that you fill yourself. Yes, exactly. You know, Cab- yeah, Cadbury cream, cream it's egg. a cream filled egg, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'm never eating another one of those again. It's exactly what it is. Well, well, well. Uh, have you ever engaged in role play? If not, would you? What would be your role play fantasy? I'm interested in this, actually. Let's go. Do it, do it, do it, I have do it, do it. never involved in role play. I've never been involved in role play. In terms of me directly, I've certainly been involved in role play with somebody else um, to meet their fantasy. If not, would you? Yeah. Um, there's not really a there's not really a role out there I want to play that uh, that would fit that. What would my what would be my fantasy? No no fucking idea. My role play fantasies don't include me. <laughs> so my role play fantasies are all from your side. So do that, you have anyone? Come on, please. I actually really want to know this. Stop making me wait. Don't make me vague. I don't have one. You don't have one at all. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. No. Hmm. Okay. No. Can you come back to me on that? Like think about it a little bit more. Yeah. But yes, I can absolutely. Daryl's like, I'm just going to have to make shit up to make her happy. Okay. <laughs> sex. So I'm just reading the chat here. Sex. No, but I play D and D most weeks. Yeah, that doesn't really that role play. That doesn't that doesn't Such count. A joke. I didn't even know that was still around. Come on, really? Oh man, God, I used to play that when I was young. When I was young, you're an little whippersnapper. You got another card over there. I got two more cards. Oh, keep going then. Excellent. I like it. What is the favourite body part on the opposite sex? Uh, my favourite body part on the opposite sex is it's not really a body part; it's just a shape. So when a uh, when a lady lays down on her side and her hips are up and her shoulders are up because of the fact that her uh, you know the ground is pushing them up, you get that nice curve on the inside inside of her. Uh, well, in between, I suppose you just get a nice hourglass shape. I like that. You get a you get a much more exaggerated version like down of the hips a, and yeah. yeah up to the waist and yep. back. okay yep that yeah it's in a specific position as well because you know when when you stand up it goes away I like butts <laughs> I like butts on guys I like butts on girls like I just like butts I like nice butts and nice legs I like butts as well yeah really do that's like my thing butts 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 Aaron likes shoulders and Mister likes feet Honeyspoon Mister likes feet nice nice I actually just had my feet done yesterday quite delightful what else you get there Daryl Describe your sexual fantasy in as much detail as possible. 
Go. Detail, darling. We want detail. This is going to actually, we're going to end the show on this. So let's see. Describe your sexual fantasy in, in a lot of erotic detail. So should you do this first then? No, I want you to do it and then we're going to end the show. <laughs> really? Yeah. My my erotic, fa- my sexual fantasy, again, doesn't include me. I'm a watcher rather than being involved. Sexual fantasy is Kate out, dressed borderline slutterly. And Explain that. So borderline slutterly, she's... She's got a. She's got no underwear on at all. You can see her nipples through the dress that she's wearing, which is a tight. I'm going to say th- thin lycra style dress that you can basically see the outline of everything that she's she is through the dress. She is seated at a bar on a high stool and is not crossing her legs on purpose so that there is a a glimpse of her pussy to anyone in the room who chooses to see it. The there's a guy who comes over to talk to her. Kate cuts him fairly short when he comes over to drop a, you know, some sort of line where she just says, hey, look, you look hot. Any chance we can just go out in the alley and fuck? And he says, absolutely, through a stuttering, tremoring voice. <laughs> they walk outside. She bends over and her shirt, skirt is that sh- or her dress is that short that when she bends, she doesn't need to pull it up, so it basically oh, exposes her like pussy that. as she bends over. Yeah, I, those photos where it's like short and then you get that slight bend forward of the lady and you can see just like the tiniest, tiniest bit of like your labia there and the butt and it, that's nice. Mm-hmm. So she as she, so she bends over and it's not a it's not a gungy alley or anything, but it's certainly an alley. It's a, that's, it's a classy alley? It's just well enough hidden that you can get away with this sort oh, of thing. It's not, so it's not like, you know, all out public sex. It's, that's not the drive. You're so sweet in a classy alley. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, thanks, babe. And then he, so as you bend over, you, you know, you're quite wet. You can you can actually distinctly see the wetness of your pussy, and you you basically pull you step your heels apart so that your legs spread. And he uh, drops his pants, w- walks in behind you, and starts fucking you. And uh, you are talking very, very dirtily to him as he's fucking you from behind and uh, and basically embracing your inner slut, which you so very rarely do, I think. So that's part of the, that's why part of the fantasy is there for me. From there, you start actively pushing back on on him while he's fucking you. So there's you know there's a, a rhythmic motion, I suppose, between the two of you. As so, he's about to come. And you ask him to come inside you, and and he does. And as he comes, you also come. So it's a, I mean, that's going to be difficult there just alone to sort out. But he comes, and it's basically, you know, he he comes quite a bit, and you can see it foaming around his cock as he's fucking you as he finishes up, and then um, he. You stop. He he. You stop. He stops. He thanks you. Basically, pulls his pants up, walks away, and you then sit there for a second. You clean yourself up with with just a, a towel, you know, like something you had in your in your purse. I'm sure a classy alley would have some sort of like towel dispensary. You know? Absolutely. And then you walk back into the club with a pussy full of cum and start looking for potentially somebody else. What? Where are you in all of this? Like, am I telling you? Am I texting Just watching. you? Oh, you're in the bar. I'm in the bar and in the alley. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it, it's a, it's absolutely a fantasy because I may not be able. I mean, it, it may not be able to be achieved because I have a cam- like camera angles that I'm involved in here that are things that I couldn't get away with, like being close to see him come inside you and being able to see the come 
you know, around his around his cock and on your pussy and things mm-hmm. like that. So that's not something that you could really pull off. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Also, we've got some um, recommendations that I can wipe myself up with, which one was napkins. Napkins, yes. Has any, uh, is that because you've used napkins in the past? Secondary question to that. <laughs> yeah, answer that one. And uh, classy alley wipes, you know, classy <laughs> alley wipes, definitely. Class alley wipes. Class alley wipes, yeah, tra- trademark. Nobody. <laughs> That's a new product I'm going to try and launch. Classy alley wipes for the classy lady who's getting cummed in in the alley. Don't leave home without them. Hilarious. Thanks for sharing that. No problem. I like it. You do? Oh, I like the sound of it. It's good. I mean, like playing it out in real life, bloody hard to do. Unless again, it was like with with one of the people that we had, you know, done. But the actual idea of like some random stranger dude and uh, that that's that's a lot. That's a tough one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's why I said it's a fantasy. I hear you saying about the whole camera angles too, because I think when you do fantasize, you have these these very specific views. Views. Yeah. And well, I mean, for starters, you just bending over in the alley and exposing just you know exposing your pussy straight away. There's no way that I could see that in this scenario. You'd be still running from the pub out to the to the classy alley. Yeah, I'm guessing the classy alley's got like a little hide in it. You know, like a little area that I can that I can just sit in there and peep through with my binoculars. <laughs> you know what you need to do? You need to buy a, a, a martini bar, and it's uh, an underground type, like little secretive bar. And then it has a little secret panel that goes to a classy alley, right? And then you can just like go. I'm curious as to whether if there if there was an alley set up in a swingers club, whether people would use it. Oh, like a fantasy role play room. Yeah, I think there. I think I they think, would. I think I bloody well think people would use that actually. Because, I mean, you, there's some clubs that actually have, you know, the office set up in them and stuff like that. So you can go in there and, and role play. And uh, I, I, I want more swingers clubs that actually have little role play rooms. And you know what I would really love to see? That they change every month or something or every quarter. That's qu- fucking impossible. Every Come quarter. On. Come on, let's be realistic here. Hey, this is my fantasy. Okay. Oh no, it wasn't. It wasn't a fantasy. You didn't. You didn't just. And you said you weren't gonna. We were gonna end on my fantasy. So you know. Yeah. No. I. But I do think that. Hey, club owners out there that that have endless amounts of money with you know not making a lot in uh, admissions to the club, but you know let's live in a fantasy world. That every quarter change your little like extra mystery room and theme room. I'd love it. That'd be bloody awesome. Just to finish, Shane and Aaron said, "Classy Alley has cameras in it that you can tap into on your phone." Exactly. So I think that's why a place in a club would be kind of interesting if you had that capability. Especially if you got, you know, this is like a roller coaster ride at the at the theme park where you get the photos and the video after for like an extra amount of money. I, <laughs> would you pay for that? Yes. Yeah. If they said to you, hey, Daryl, like the, the video that we just took in there, that's yours for 50 bucks, you'd totally buy it. I don't know about 50. No, that's not true, of course. <laughs> I, it's yeah. I mean, it's a that is a that that is a very exciting fantasy to me to have you. I think it's more, for me. It's about you embracing. There is an inner slut in you that you're very that you very rarely embrace because of your history, and it's kind of about you. Me seeing you you open as a person as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Insert pun here about opening pussy yeah, as well. Uh, well, I was going to say opening as a flower, and then I thought that was too close. As even you'd pull the piss out of that. Oh, I would have. I'm still thinking about doing that. But uh, Honey's been just said buy two trips to the alley and get one free, fifty percent off wings. <laughs> I don't know whether uh, whether buffalo chicken wings would be any good pre and post lifestyle sex. I don't think. I don't know. Well, certainly not pre if you're going to go down on them. No. If they're spicy, spicy wings. Woo. Although depends what you're into, because an awful lot of those, uh, awful lot of the clitoral stimulation, you know, rub-on gels have stuff in them that are found in that's found in that sort of stuff as well. Certainly not capsaicin, but you know, probably the uh, menthol style. 
Interesting. So on the chat here, we got a, the, the fact that the inner slut fantasy is my thing too. So there you go. I think it's about seeing your partner just un, unleash themselves, right? Yeah. Unleash the stigma. and. Well, that's what it is. It's, I think the, for me, it's that stigma. Yeah. And you've certainly had that impressed upon you deeply throughout your childhood. So the idea that you could just absolutely unleash and just be as slutty as you wanted without any, without any ramifications, that, that is really exciting to me. I'd happily see that every uh, every couple of weekends. And it doesn't have to be as deeply slutty as what I've just described. And by the way, you, when we're using the term slutty, we're obviously using that in a positive way, not in a negative. Uh, but I would I would happily see that regularly. So you could organise that for like my next major birthday if you wanted. Next major birthday? Yeah. So 50. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not go throwing around fucking big numbers here. No, but like major, major birthdays to me is like you're 21. You know what I mean? So like you're a next I, I know, babe. That's that's what I was saying. Yes, but what I'm trying to get away from here is that my next page of birthday is my fiftieth. But thank you. Actually, it's not my next. Major. No, it is. It's, major. Yeah. Yeah. In my experience, women tend to be more openly open and free with their sexuality the older they get because they're embarrassed of themselves when they're younger. Again, stereotype or not stereotype, but broad statement there. I know, and it's not always the case. But and I think that I think you will regret not exploring some of these things when you're younger, because as you get older, you will feel old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you, yeah, you'll have some regrets. Yes, maybe not regrets, but you just feel old as you get older, and because of that, you don't feel as sexy while you're doing it. Mm, okay, like what you're saying. Right, I just want to thank everybody for joining our live chat today. Thank you for participating and joining us in the game of lifestyle. Really appreciate that. And I hope you guys have a fantastic evening, morning, wherever you are. And, yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Thank you all. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, I hope that you enjoyed that. So, again, if you are interested in buying those card decks, please use the Bedhoppers podcast code, which is BH10. And, again, thank you to the Game of Lifestyle team. Really appreciated you sending those and appreciate what you guys do for the lifestyle. Now, I want to close out again today's episode with a thank you to our Patreon members. We've recently hit a milestone for us, which was a huge deal. And we're extremely thankful. So the support has been tremendous. Uh, We cannot thank you guys enough and we are so humbled by your support. So thank you, the latest patrons. So I would like to say thank you to Who Knows for increasing their pledge, Doc and Sookie, Beach Bed Couple, John D and Daz Dragon. Thank you so much for joining us on Patreon. We appreciate all of your support and we hope that you guys can catch up on the next live podcast as well as some of the behind the scenes that we'll be doing soon. So to everybody else, have a fantastic day, week, month ahead and we'll be back soon with some more content for you. Thanks, guys. If you're looking for more ways to interact with Swinging Down Under, you can catch us on Twitter at Swing Down Under. You can also catch us on Instagram, Swinging Down Under, or head over to our website, swingingdownunder.com. We would absolutely love to hear from you. So if you would like to send us an email, jump online, do it at cnd at swingingdownunder.com. If you've got podcast topics, questions, you want to talk about your journey, you can also support the podcast through our website by clicking through on any of the affiliate links or alternatively to jumping over to patreon.com forward slash swingingdownunder and sponsoring the podcast. If you can't do any of those things but just want to make a feel-good day, leave us a five-star review. Cheers, everyone, and thank you again for supporting Swinging Down Under podcast.